Inside Speedway is brought to you by P1 Australia and by Speedway Classics Magazine, on sale now. From the dirt tracks across Australia, welcome to Inside Speedway with Dennis Newman and Craig Revelle. Well, Dennis, it's great to be back with you once again as we have got a national title to talk about, the World Series coming to a head, and we have a great guest on the show today with a young gun in Marcus Dumsney. Yes, I'm particularly looking forward to uh, talking with Marcus on our show today, Craig. Um, and, um, yes, yeah, son of a gun, and uh, had, a, had a really good uh, January and going into, um, you know, the classic and then, of course, the Australian sprint car title. So that's something coming up a little bit later in the show. And, and speaking of national titles, uh, a, a great result um, at Gilgandra Speedway last weekend for casino uh, teenager Josh Boyd. Now, Josh is probably a fine example of Speedway Australia's junior sedan program. Uh he did three and a half years in junior sedans. Um, and um, what did he start when he was, what, 14, 15? And he um, won a national title in the one of the New South Wales Junior Sedan Championship. But this season, uh, racing regularly uh, at uh, Lismore Speedway, he decided to make the move into the RSA, which is the Racing Sedans Australia uh, street stock category. Pretty competitive, and uh, but this, this young bloke um, is, is a great talent, and um, he has only had a few meetings in the RSA street stock when he entered the Australian title, only for experience, I might add, and uh, he, he ended up winning it. Uh, a great, a great result for this young bloke. I've got a lot of time for Josh Boyd. I, I've done numerous articles on him over recent years, and. And he is a star and uh, a name that you can put in your little black book for the future. Uh, more than likely years to come, Craig, he'll end up driving sprint cars, I dare say. But um, tremendous talent, tremendous young fella. Well-mannered, well-spoken, very professional. Always a, like to acknowledge his sponsors. Anything uh, that you know he ever does in, in the media, he, he's always on the front foot and speaks very well. So that's a great result. You know, we, we hear a lot about the high-profile categories, and rightly so. They're, they're up there at the top level of Australian Speedway. But it's also good to get a story about a young fella making a name for himself um, and coming up through the ranks. And, and this is a, a young bloke who's, I think, destined for even greater. He didn't give the sign writers too much work. He just had to uh, change the 11 to an Australia 1. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> very quickly, right. Yeah. Thank <laughs> So, yes, well said, Craig. Mm. But, um, yeah, good fella, good bloke, good family. The whole family's involved in the sport and, and they, they are nice people. And it's a wonderful story. It's a wonderful feel-good story. It's a family sport, as we know, and you couldn't get a better example than this, Craig. Mm. So, so good luck to Josh Boyd in the future. And, you know, when, when we talk later with Marcus Dumsney, you know, it's this family environment. It's what is in their DNA, and I'm sure we'll hear that through Marcus as well. Mm. But a great result for Josh Boyd. 
All right, over in the West, Kerry Matson broke the drought, getting two wins from two starts, Bunbury and also Esperance. So he has closed yeah. the gap now to what I make out to be 26 points going into the, the two nights at the Perth Motorplex. Yeah, now now, now. Speak, speaking of, of great results, yes, Kerry has come back with a vengeance, hasn't he, uh, after Florida and uh, raced there the previous weekend, back, back to Australia, back to Western Australia or over to Western Australia and, and dominated uh, the round so far in World Series Sprint Cards. And, and I believe still recovering from either a fractured or a broken elbow. Um, uh, I noticed, as I said to you the previous time on Facebook, there was a photo of him with, with his elbow in a sling. Um, well, geez, he's made a pretty quick with somebody. And, um, you know, that's all good. Um, but it's an interesting contest, isn't it? We, we move in now to the business end of the season for World Series sprint cars. It all happens at the magnificent Perth Motorplex. And, and anyone can win it, Craig. It's, it's, it's a great uh, contest, no doubt. As World Series Sprint Cars always is. Um, you, you see, and the thing about World Series Sprint Cars, Craig, again, look at the crowd across Australia this season. It just keeps on keeping on, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, and uh, it does indeed. We're going to talk about a couple of big things coming up at Valvoline Raceway uh, later in the show, but we do need to get on the line. Marcus Dumsney in just a moment. Well, joining us on the line is Marcus Dumsney. And Marcus, it's been quite an eventful 2020 start for you and things just start to get busier from here. Um, Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, look to go to America and still have time or so and... Um yeah, continue the racing season there. That should be good. You come from such a, uh, a distinguished motor racing family. How do you put family aside and just concentrate on your own racing career? Um, don't really have to put family aside because we're all just in it together sort of thing. So we're just in, all involved together. So we're just having fun together and racing while we're at it at the end of the day. So it all works out pretty good. Marcus, firstly, I want to congratulate you on, on what the last few weeks have just been uh, sensational for you, taking out a, a night two at the, at the Grand Annual Sprint Car Classic at Warnerville, and then that sensational runner-up finish in the Australian title. Very rewarding, Marcus, for literally still early in your career to, to reach that level. Yeah, yeah, we've just been uh, working hard to get where we're at, and it's starting to pay off, and yeah, just loving racing and what we're doing. And, yeah, I can't thank everyone enough for getting me where I am today, that's for sure. You've probably been asked this question a million times, so this will be one million and one. <laughs> um, the name Dumsney, son of a gun, the rest is history, as we all know. Is that, does that bring any any expectation or pressure when you go racing, Marcus? Yeah, yeah it definitely does at, at places like Warnable. Um, because it's yeah, it's Dad's holy grail. So when you go there, kind of you feel like there's a lot of weight on your shoulders. Just a crack of win there this year in the biggest stages means a lot, and it takes a lot of pressure off for coming years. So to do that this year is definitely going to make a big difference in yeah races to come. That's for sure. Now you, um, um, your career um, through karting, how much how beneficial was that? Um, I was good to just do some laps on, yeah, in the speedway carts, but 
I feel I, I learn a lot more from my motorbike days earlier because I raced motorbikes for a, um, a fair amount of time. I only raced go-karts for two seasons or so, so then I went straight into sprint cars. But, yeah, definitely learned a lot from racing bikes and carts growing up, definitely. You had the second-place finish most recently at the Ultimate Speedway Challenge over there at Murray Bridge. What sort of track is your preferred racetrack? Um, generally just a slick track. It's a lot you can just, yeah, you can manoeuvre and make passes and just make the track work where other people aren't because it's not that fast. So it makes it a lot easier to get passes done and clear people because uh, you you're not going as fast. So, yeah, definitely a preferred style of track. When you're not racing, what are you actually doing with yourself? Um, I'm a fitter and machinist by trade, so I work for mum and dad in the in the machine shop, machining wheel centres and bead locks and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, just about finished finish my trade last year. So Marcus, you just mentioned earlier about uh, riding bikes and carts. Um, uh, do you subscribe to the theory? I, I, I know I've, I've talked to a lot of bike riders over the years, and bike riders who then went into speedway and then ultimately drove cars in speedway. They say bike racing probably gives you good or better throttle control. Um, is is that just a fallacy, or is there some credence in that? Rather than you know cars initially, bikes with with better throttle control. Yeah, bikes definitely because you learn a lot of multi- multitasking on a motorbike because you got the clutch throttle and the two different brakes, and then obviously if you get it wrong, they'll generally throw you off. So riding through ruts and all those sorts of things. You, you kind of just learn how to throttle and just get it right. And you learn a lot of feel through bikes and what you do compared to go-karts. You just, yeah, you learn a lot more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So even though, as I say, the name dumbs me, you're so synonymous with Australian sprint car racing history, you, you still do your own thing and you do it very, very well. So what is your philosophy about going racing, Marcus? Um... Yeah, just at the moment, just having fun, really. But I um, definitely want to strive to be one of the best there is. And, yeah, that's just what I'm doing at the moment, just working hard and see where it takes me. And America awaits again this year. So what what are your plans? What is your schedule? What is your time duration? Uh, and where would you be racing, basing yourself out of Knoxville? Uh, probably based out of Indy somewhere around those areas and yeah just I did a short three week schedule last year but I'll probably make it a little longer and be over there before the big races just to get a bit more up to speed with those guys I was, last year I went over a little later and yeah didn't give myself much time to get up to speed I don't really need to do that again What's the dance card look like before you leave for America? How many more races do you have over here? Um, I think there's 10 or so. We've got uh, three more Parramatta, then there's the East Trail, and then um, there's the 60 for 60 at Murray Bridge, and then we've got a race at Toowoomba, oh, and one more at uh, Premier Speedway. One more, uh, yeah, a few more to go here. And you, you obviously have been heavily involved with the the USC season. How do you see that championship compared to what a lot of the other guys are doing with the World Series? 
Um, yeah, it's slightly building a little bit of momentum, but it's yeah, it's just something different through the sides World Series really and World Series definitely lost a lot of it touch over the last few years. I don't think anyone really looked at it what it used to be, that's for sure. It's nothing that it used to be. Um but uh USC's it's got a few good drivers and yeah, that they haven't built it up too much. It's just kind of at uh, Barry Waldron's tracks at the moment. But yeah, see what happens with it in the future. Marcus, um, what, what are your long-term goals or ambitions? Do you ever see you yourself? I mean, obviously, sprint car racing most definitely. But do you, do you ever see a possibility of trying? NASCAR, um, what, what are your thoughts on that? Are you you're strictly going to stick to sprint cars or where, where does your career take you in into the future? Um, really just focus, always want to focus on um, sprint cars a whole life. I had, had dreams to go to NASCAR when you're younger, but as you get older, you realise what's more fun and like you're here to enjoy life, not yeah, you got you got to enjoy what you do, and uh, sometimes you realise when you're hanging around the guys, you hang around dirt track that it is a lot of fun, and may as well keep doing it. So, but yeah, just well, to be one of the best speedway. Yep, yep. Well, fun is very much a part of it, and also professionalism, which you obviously have heaps of as well. When you uh, went sprint car racing for the very, very first time, what advice did your dad give you? <laughs> um, not a whole heap. He just uh, gave me his old three seventy two, which has got a, a two hundred horsepower less than a four ten these days. So uh, that that was a little bit of a head start for me. And then, yeah, you just said go keep it smooth and cut some good luck. Marcus, probably uh, a, a hypothetical question here, but so much has been discussed about. Uh, the future of Sydney Speedway and the track uh, that would be built at Eastern Creek. What sort of a track would you like to see at Eastern Creek as as a highly skilled sprint car driver? Um, well, unfortunately, you'd never probably be able to rebuild another Parramatta, which is disappointing because it's definitely a unique track. And de- oh, the way I see it, it's the best track in Australia because it produces racetracks night in, night out, and it's always a good show to watch when you're there as a fan as a, or as a race car driver. But, um, yeah, just uh, probably something that was like a little bit like Parramatta, but they're never going to build a track without walls again, I dare yeah. say. Cause a bit bigger, bit bigger market? Um, yeah, everyone says they want half miles. The thing is, it, it, it adds a lot to the cost. So a lot of people in Australia wouldn't be able to afford to race half miles because your yeah, motors can only race half as many races as what you normally would. So, although it would be ideal and good, it probably just wouldn't be the best thing for Australian three-car racing, unfortunately. Well, Marcus, it's it's interesting looking at your stats where you've got the three sprint car victories, seven fourth places and three thirds. So, and just looking at your most recent results, those second places have been knocking up. You've been knocking on the door for the victory and we look forward to seeing in those 10 races before you head back to America that you uh, can increase the number of first place finishes. Yeah, no worries. Thank you. Yeah, good to talk to you, Marcus, and good luck yeah. in the future. Thank you. Good to talk to you guys too. Inside Speedway is available on sportsradio.com.au, iTunes, Spotify, 
and the dirttrackchannel.com. Well, Dennis, we mentioned before we spoke to Marcus, two big events coming up at Valvoline Raceway. One, the Australian V8 Dirt Modifieds Championship on the 21st and 22nd of February. And uh, I think I saw the car count was getting towards 50 for that event, which is a great number of cars. Yeah, tremendous uh, entry list. Uh, no, no question. This will be a very, very good Australian V8 Dirt Modified Championship, no doubt. And uh, all the heavy hitters will be there, that's for sure. And um, something of interest too, you know, Craig, and I wrote about this in my column last uh, Sunday in uh, the Sydney Sunday Telegraph newspaper last weekend. Um, Kevin Britton uh, is going for five in a row. <laughs> Now, that in itself is, is a, well, you know, that in itself already is a record setter for the V8 Dirt Modified ranks because uh, no no one had ever won it four in a row. <laughs> but what he's uh, sharing a record with at the present time is very, very interesting. Now, um, I don't know if your listeners are fully aware of this, but he currently shares a record with three of the most famous names in Australian Speedway history, okay? And you like the first one, Ray Revelle, okay? Uh, Gary Rush, and the late, great Speedway solo rider, Billy Sanders. Now, the point I'm making here, um, these uh, competitors, um, at the peak of their powers, you might say, won four consecutive Australian titles, okay, but could not knock over the fifth title. So, so what do we have here? We have Ray Revelle, who uh, won four in a row with uh, his great success in the Australian Speedcar Grand Prix. Now, now I might add, Ray won five. Uh, in, in a row in total, but he did win four in a row in the early early 50s. Um, now, uh, Gary Rush, of course, um, when he uh, started his run, uh, he won also four in a row. Now, uh, he ended up winning 10 Australian titles, but, but couldn't get the fifth one. And uh, Billy Sanders also, he, he took out six Australian Speedway solo bike national title and also won four in a row. So Kevin Britton stands a chance here of going where no man has gotten before at the elite, absolute elite level. I mean, I mean, okay, Rush is, Rush is, is, and Lee Adams in the solos and, and Darren Trelaw, um, and of course Darren has 11 Australian sidecar titles, which is probably the, the, the winningest in the major categories, of course. But but what we see here is an interesting statistic that is that could be broken on the weekend, and I guess I guess I dare say not too many people know about that. But he's going to have plenty of hard work. Uh, Mark Robinson is a three-time Australian V8 Dirt Modified Champion, and um, you know he's in the event. Um, you know uh, Scott Cannon, of course, a former national champion. It will be probably one of the best V8 Dirt Modified titles in more recent years, okay? 
and and we've seen some great ones over the years. And um, you know, there have been uh, some great champions. I mean, the, the list of names is, is quite impressive. I mean, if you look more in more recent years, we talk we talk about champions. Well, 2006, 2007, 2008, Tim Moore, uh, a, a great effort after winning previously in 2003 and 2004. Scott Cannon, 2001, Stuart Hearn, 1998, 99, 2000. Mark Robinson's father, Steve Robinson, was a four-time national V8 dirt modified champion, 1991, 92, 90, um, 95 and 97. And, of course, Mark, um, well, he's, he's had great success going back to his first win in 2005 and then won again in 2012 and 2013. Um, other other great champions, David Clark, 2014, Guy Stevenson, 2015. Uh, you, you know, you, you, you're going to have a very, very, very good Australian title. Andrew Pizzuti, who um, is one of the most senior drivers in this Australian title, won as far back as 1993 and then repeated the effort the following year, 1994. So it's going to be a cracker of a weekend for V8 Dirt Modified fans. And I believe a lot are coming down from the north of Australia and Northern Rivers areas of New South Wales, the Lismore contingent, Queensland contingent. So it'll be terrific, Craig. It's going to be a great event. I'm really looking forward to this. And then soon after the Australian Speed Car Championship at Warrnambool, there'll be New Zealanders coming across the ditch to take on the best in the speed car category. So that's going to be exciting too. And before we go... Uh, Dennis, we must pay acknowledgement to one of the greats of World Speedway who announced his retirement last weekend, and that is, of course, Greg Herbie Hancock. Yeah, what a champion. What an absolute star, four-time world champion. I mean, a man who exemplifies professionalism right through his career. Magnificent effort, and you know what? It was only up until more recent history that uh, he had never, ever missed a Grand Prix round from stretching back to the inaugural year, 1995. Um, a, a great champion, you know, and, and a very nice bloke. So, you know, yep. We wish him well in the future. I know his had, wife has had been ill in and, and, and more recent times, which is curtailed his racing. But um, what a career. What, what a magnificent effect for the first international solo speedway bike racing. Great while on speedway bike racing. I want to give a give a shout out to a mate of mine from going back from years and years ago, Craig Boyd, who who actually did ride in the very last one off world final in nineteen ninety four and finished third. Now Craig does uh, uh, what he calls riding experience. We're talking a little earlier about a young bloke by the name of Josh Boyd in junior sedan. Well Craig does a similar thing with the up-and-coming solo riders training school, and he's got some coming up later this month at uh, the Curry Curry Speedway, and and um, his, his um, dedication to producing future stars of Australian Speedway bike racing must truly be admired, and he's had great success with his training school, and there will be some names to come out of this in future years, no doubt about that. So, so Paul Marks to Craig, he's a good bloke, very dedicated, and um, he's got a great thing going here with his training skills. Dennis, 
It is going to be interesting to see how that progresses. Always great to talk to you here on Inside Speedway and look forward to catching up with you next week. We'll certainly do that again, Craig. No, no doubt about it. Thanks very much. Tune in next week for more on Inside Speedway. Inside Speedway is produced by Thunder Media. Any reproduction, accounts, or descriptions of the program without written permission from Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. Inside Speedway is brought to you by P1 Australia and by Speedway Classics Magazine, on sale now.